Hello and welcome to episode 193 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, pretty good. Good, good. What what week or slash day is this of lockdown at this point? I can't even tell. I don't know anymore. I might actually start like writing it on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> I think like a la prison cell styley. Yeah, I've, I can't remember last time I saw the sun at this point. Like, it's just. I might just look at the beers I have outside the house because uh, I just yeah. kind of chuck them out the window at this point, you know. Yeah. If you and know just... your average a day, you can just count them and then you're sorted. Mm, yeah, that is the problem. <laughs> I am fluctuating. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we're still here. Still doing the podcast. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, we keep on trucking as always. We are back with yeah. another one, um, which is yeah, a pretty interesting movie, actually. I, mean, I think we kind of talked about it in the last few weeks. Um, mm. But yeah, we'll get to that very shortly and explain why it's an interesting one. Um, but first, there's only a couple of news stories this week, um, unsurprisingly, as things slow down. How many um, delays have we got in the news? Yeah, this again is there's always like half a delay in here, but it's not really the news story. Um, and this is definitely something that we've talked about on the show, but it was nice to see like an actual official confirmation of this one. Um, but yeah, we kind of knew that uh, one Sam Raimi, um, mm. who of course we're massive fans of, is getting back in the director's chair. Um, kind of he was doing some TV stuff as well recently, which was very mm. confusing. I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff he's been up to. Um, but like there's something in america that's like an app only service and he's got something on there yeah um, i haven't seen it did, did he actually like direct it though or was he yeah not he just did. like present I'm thing i'm pretty sure oh, he okay. did i thought um, he'd, i thought he'd kind of jordan peeled it but no he does that a lot um mm. but it's like like he did with like what crawl and a few others like um yeah. grudge so let's not mention that but um no i think wow. this was him actually directing which is why i was like oh okay i want to give that a shout, a shout but like right now it's like i have no idea how to watch this thing i don't even know what it is it's like some sort of new app that they've launched in the u.s um, sweet but uh, no the news is actually the, more things we, we can't watch yes we love talking about them on the show um <laughs> but we will be watching this but just in a very long time because we know that sam raimi is officially uh directing the doctor strange sequel um so sort of horror adjacent news here because of course it being like an mcu movie mm. um but it kind of interestingly like they as they talked a few times and they've gone hot and cold and they were saying the word horror a lot with this project <laughs> yeah then they got scared then then it too came out and there was like Ooh. yeah <laughs> Ooh, hang on yeah they're like oh, okay suddenly horror isn't the buzzword of hollywood again um <laughs> that lasted a good six months but uh yeah so um so yeah he's he's directing that which uh at this point so they did get a delay kind of everything in the mcu has been pushed back one slot at this point mm-hmm. um which means that there's four mcu movies coming out next year and uh this is the last of the four coming out in november 2021 um so it's very far away um yeah but I think it's pretty cool. Um, I'm very much excited for him to be in this wheelhouse because, of course, we know him for, and love him for his horror. But let's not forget <laughs> the Spider-Man trilogy. Um, Correct. So I think it's kind of a match made in heaven. I think to not spend too much time harping on this project because I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't care. But like Doctor Strange to me is an interesting character for him to play around with because I, I like the character. Um, I really didn't like that movie uh, at mm. all um so yeah the casting and everything else like they you know it, with with the mcu like they've got all of that nailed down it just wasn't like yeah. uh and they've got the backstory out the way now so they can yeah. do some fun stuff with it like um but yeah, yeah there's, only, be there's, gotta be, there's gotta be room for a villain in this movie and i mean if this gets bruce campbell in the mcu then that's where oh, the... i was thinking willem dafoe but okay <laughs> um, Listen, I, I stand no i stand corrected bruce campbell it's... it is no, I mean, look, because he's already been teasing it a little bit, sort of tongue-in-cheek on Twitter, Hazard Bruce, which I absolutely love. Um, mm. 
but yeah, I think it's it's awesome. Like his his cameos in the Spider Man <clears throat> movies were so great to look forward yeah. to, and I think it is time that it's like okay, his cameos were great. Give him a fully fledged character and like let him be the villain. I think that'd be really awesome. Um, yeah. And I think Sam Raimi's crazy enough to do something like that. So that, and that's why I'm excited for so. this because like Doctor Strange is a is a weird franchise, especially with the title Multiverse of Madness, where like he can literally mm. throw anything at this at this point. And, and I don't think he has these kind of expectations that you do. You think? Have. Do you think Evil Ash could be the um, the villain? <laughs> anything could be like i think that's cool like there's so many weird stuff like he could literally throw his old like toby Maguire spider-man in there like there's so much weird shit that he could do um Mm -mm. that's what gets me excited but yeah i'm just happy to see him doing like a big project again for sure because he's he's not really been doing much for like a guy who's so successful in his career he's really like been quiet over the last decade Mm, um true so yeah it's awesome to see this role anyway Mm -hmm. um and yeah the next one um we don't know too much about this one but kind of as so many of these streaming platforms start arriving now, the kind of next big boy that's entering the table um, is HBO Max in the UK and the US, um, mm-hmm. which, of course, huge monolith of a channel. I'm a huge fan of so many of their TV productions that come over here. Um, mm-hmm. in, it's usually Sky Atlantic in the UK. Um, yeah, HBO has been one of those things recently. When you see that logo at the start, you're like, yeah. oh, this, this has got some quality for a TV show. 100%. Like, I think they've been knocking out of the park the last mm. few years. Um, yeah, general, I agree. But, but uh, yeah, they've so the new story here is that they've kind of committed to three different programs, original dramas from uh, Bad Robot Productions, okay. um, which is J.J. Abrams kind of production studio. And one that's very interesting is that uh, entitled Overlook. Um, and the description reads, uh, it's a horror thriller series that explores the untold stories of the Overlook Hotel, the most famous haunted hotel in American fiction. Um, and that's pretty much all we have at this point. Um that's all we need. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of the most notable thing is the Bad Robot were the producers behind Castle Rock. So, that was their last time they kind of ventured into the King territory. Um, yeah. And again, this sounds like a new thing. Um, you know, it's not going to be based upon a book or anything like that. No. Um, so, yeah, are you, how interested are you in that? Because, again, the, it leaves a lot because obviously we have no idea mm. about the time frame of this. <laughs> and obviously, the messiness yeah. that comes with the Overlook Hotel, as we've discussed many times, there's many different versions in many different forms. And will this be completely different to any of the I films? I mean, it or sounds books? like it's going to be at least brand new IP. So, it'll be homage, but it'll be a new idea. And, like, at the end of the day, I, I love Overlook, like, you know, the yeah. hotel. I love The Shining. I love Doctor Sleep. So, bring it on yeah it's awesome yeah, like, it sounds like good stuff. those like i think it's a cool interesting take of reminds me like a bates motel really where you can take mm. this one different thing and make it into something different and of course if you've got original writers mm. coming up with cool stuff like it really would just be the backdrop for something new mm, um, definitely yeah, yeah. The, the thing that i'd be interested in for sure is the setting because i think i think it'd be it'd be uh really weird if they didn't set it in like the 70s slash 80s i kind of like that's what i'm already picturing i feel like a lot of people would take that with them with the shine and stuff Um, yeah it's difficult though because obviously a lot of the history of the hotel was actually pre then so kind of a lot of the ghosts that are now in the hotel when we when we join them in the shining have been there for a number of years yeah would they go period piece that'd be yeah i kind of i kind of in my mind i'd pictured period piece to be honest You don't see a lot um, of um, TV shows like that, especially you know, you, horror ones. As yeah, well. you could see the original, uh, the the bartender that serves kind of uh, Jack Torrance, kind of yeah. him and in his family, and kind of mm. that sort of thing. And and yeah, I think it could be fun. Like, um, 
you know, I think there's a, there's a hell of a lot that you can do there. And there's, it's just kind of, I mean, they've got to have Lady Gaga as some sort of kind of sexy vampire in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was, well, was she a vampire? Uh, they were kind of vampires, weren't they? They were kind hotel? of vampires in, in, yeah, in American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm picturing at this point. Yeah, like that. No, I think that is definitely the groundwork to look at because I'd yeah I'd forgot about that until you said that. But that mm. that show was that kind of like basically mm. the premise was like, what if The Shining was just a modern day crazy hotel with all this mental shit going on all the different mm. rooms? And that's pretty much what that show was. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was a good season, man. It was a good season. It was. It's definitely one of those ones that like it's never right at the top of my list of American horror stories. Over the years, it's yeah. like it's suddenly you look at now what are we ten in. I'm like, wow, that's that's probably top five. Yeah, it's underrated, I think, mm. for sure. Um But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the news this week. Not too much to talk about mm. there. Um but yeah, should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about why don't you just die? So yeah, obviously, as I said at the start of the show, um, pretty interesting release this one for many reasons. Mm. Um, and of course, you can probably guess the first one, <laughs> as so many of the movies are for our <laughs> podcast at this point. Um, it's one of two things, guys, and uh, this one is both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, it's not a Rob Zombie movie. Um, no. <laughs> but, uh, it's either a Fright Fest movie or an Arrow release that we talk about at Nauseam. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, this ticks both those boxes, which is why oh, yeah, we're talking about this week. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the, the first up at Fright Fest last year, of course, mm-hmm. in 2019, and yeah, to my counting, which may or may not be correct, um, this is the 20th movie that we've now covered for the show that was at last year's Fright Fest only. That's a madness. Um, yeah, obviously we we did 10 at the festival, and now 10 mm. not at the festival. Um, Pretty crazy, man. Yeah, like that just shows you everything about that festival, man. Like what 20 films that we've seen that, that were like interesting to us in different ways that we wanted to discuss them for the show. Like I think that's incredible. That's such yeah. an insane number. Um, yeah. It just, yeah, I'm and the- I think as well it, it just shows that like when, when the lineup last year was announced, yeah. there wasn't like any of these like – there wasn't this crazy like hype for me for anything in particular. Really. No, not like we had the other um, two years. No, and so you know the fact that we've got so much content and we've watched so many movies from it is is pretty incredible. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, like you said, uh, Arrow picked this one up, which is mm-hmm. awesome to see. They kind of like their presence has just grown so much for the festival over the last few years, which has been yeah. amazing to see kind of as they came in as the marquee sponsorship. And then the first couple of years, it was like, oh, they'd pick up one or two. Now it seems like they're, they're picking up so many releases, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really cool. But um, yeah, this one has kind of already got the Blu-ray treatment. Um mm-hmm. Uh, we watched this one digitally, so I'm not sure what the extras are on this one. Um, no, no, but have. I did. This was the one best. I checked out, wasn't it? The other week, was it right. not? Where they, where there was like a super limited edition of this? Oh, was, was it? That no, that one? was that was after midnight. Oh, it was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not too sure if this one has anything. Whether it's like a you know the Q and A mm. from Fright Fest or anything like that. Um, because they're always cool. Because like Harpoon had that stuff on there, yeah. which I really yeah. Appreciated. They they usually do, which is pretty cool yeah um but uh yeah th- and this movie as well worth mentioning before i guess you go into the plot a russian movie um mm. 
which is subtitled. It's not like English language, like Hardcore Henry and just a Russian production. Like it's just mm-hmm. straight up Russian. <laughs> yeah, this is, is a awesome. Russian ass movie. Yeah, because we really don't see, I mean, we don't see a huge amount of subtitled stuff anyway. Um, mm. We definitely haven't seen a Russian subtitled movie for the show. Um, and yeah, being the kind of huge Kick. Hardcore Henry fan, I'm always like, oh, they have this definitely a different style of humor that I really appreciate. Um, mm, that was definitely one of the things I was looking forward to with this movie. Um, but yeah, what is this movie actually about? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think the title's uh, pretty, uh, gives, yeah. gives you quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to struggle with all the character names, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, th- Andre was, was, on, was it like... M- oh, Matt Ma- is the main Yeah, guy. Matt V, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's call him Matt. Um, yeah. <laughs> So Matt, our lead character, kind of basically we get introduced very early on. He um, is basically turned up to this apartment block and he's kind of menacingly carrying this hammer in the opening (laughs) scene. Yeah. And um, he knocks on this door and it's kind of very threatening. And um, yeah, I guess I guess the it must be Andre is the the guy who answers the door. Yeah, he's Um, like the father. Yeah. So he answers the door and basically we've, we're trying to figure out when this is going to kick off and when, when everything's going to go south. But, um, um, yeah, Matt V is basically saying that he's, um, um, Andre's, uh, boyfriend and he's kind of come to introduce himself to the family and is kind of hiding this hammer up and, um, he gets invited into the house. He meets the mum and dad kind of sits down and, and pretty much straight away, the movie then it kicks off the the dad yeah. kind of confronts him the hammer falls on the floor and all hell breaks loose yeah and the rest of the movie they're all just trying to kill each other yeah. and um you know why won't you just die yeah um so yeah i mean it's really hard to go into plot on this one other than that really but it's just it's kind of this this whole movie has multiple flashbacks when we get introduced to characters we find out more about kind of andre and him as a cop and him and and his kind of partner and what they get up to obviously um uh, matt v and his kind of girlfriend and what his motives is why he's gone there with a hammer seemingly to attack and kill her parents Mm -hmm. um and multiple flashbacks but the 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 kind of current timeline of this movie that we're watching is pretty much all set in this apartment at this point yeah um and it's pretty much all set with these characters at war with each other either fighting trying to kill each other torture each other kind of get one up on each other you know tie each other up just kind of you know it's a real backwards and forwards that's just set in this apartment um and pretty much kind of very early on the place gets wrecked doesn't it yeah like <laughs> the, the the first kind of confrontation uh between our two lead characters really really does kick things off what this movie is it's it's super stylish stylistic over the top kind of mm. violence kind, kind of hardcore henry like it just you know it it really has this style to it that that feels unique to kind of that like this you know you you mentioned this russian production kind of the way it's shot the humor there's a lot of slow-mo in this that feels Mm -hmm. very weird but works for this movie and just kind of yeah it's just a different look and style to the action than what you normally get for these sorts of things um you think last week when we uh 
what the hell was last week's movie now? We Summon um, the Darkness. We Summon the Darkness was mostly set in one location where we said that these characters are basically just trying to kill each other for most of the movie. Yeah. This is very similar to that, but the styles are just like such a contrast. And this is something oh, yeah, that completely. you don't get to see very often, mm. th- this sort of style. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I kind of found fascinating about this movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's going, going, going into my thoughts a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, what did you think of uh, this weird-ass movie? Yeah, like I, I really enjoyed this quite a bit. I think that the the opening stuff, as we've just discussed, which we can get into, is like really sets up the movie super well. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of initial scene when he's at the door and you're kind of like, right, what's going on? Like, who is this guy? And he has this hammer behind his back. And then you have this scene of him like being scared of this dog barking before he enters. And all of that stuff is kind of, it sets up the He's very where, unintimidating yes. other than the fact he has a hammer. Yeah, he's wide-eyed. He's this skinny little kid. Like, he's not physically intimidating. He doesn't really know, like, how to hold this hammer or what to do with it. He just knows that he has a hammer. Um, And um, so straight away, again, it's very comedic. It has this... Its its tongue is firmly in its cheek, and it's kind of like... It's tense, though, which I think is what I really appreciate about it. This kind of, like, first confrontation where he's sitting down with the father. And the father's doing the classic, what you see in a lot of these movies, of, like, he knows something's up, but he doesn't want to, like, alert or spook Mm. um, Matt. So he's kind of like hey do you want a drink what, what what drink do you want do you want coffee with your tea and all that stuff and like um it's this kind of like calm stuff where you're like right when's this shit gonna hit the fan and i just yeah. really appreciated that early scene and kind yeah, of like definitely when the hammer like dropped when he sat down that bit oh was just so good yeah like you and, and again talking about you said about how stylish this movie is even stuff like that of like it's like the way it goes on the hammer and you hear it like dun 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 with the thud of like mm. the sound heightened like all of that stuff is just like it's really, really well directed, I think, because one of the yeah. things that really stands out about it. But um yeah, that initial scene, like when it then kicks off and they have this like fight, is so awesome. Um mm. so well done. My only negative is that I almost feel like the rest of the movie it, like is really 100%. trying hard to live up to that opening scene. Um yeah. because the opening scene is incredible. Absolutely loved it. And I really liked what preceded that, where he gets into I'm not gonna yeah, say what happened, but like um the situation that Matt ends up in. I really liked all that stuff. Um it's definitely when what you said where there's more going on than what we see initially. Yeah, let's just um, say when more characters kind of get introduced and that sort of thing and we we, we get the backstories and yeah, that sort it's of the backstory is mostly where especially the, the, the movie... detective kind of Andre's backstory yeah. is just kind of you know we find out about him and his partner and stuff in flashbacks. Yeah. And all and then that starts to get a bit muddled at that point, doesn't it? Definitely. Like the movie slows down a lot. And then by the time you get to the daughter and her motivation, it's already slowed the movie down quite a bit at that point. Mm. And I wanted to know what was going on with her because she is kind of like the main reason why Matt's gone there in the first place. Um, But at at that point I was kind of like, I just want to see what's going on in the apartment because I really Mm. liked all the stuff in the apartment. And then anytime we went away from that, I was like, Oh, the movie's slowing down just a little bit. And so by the end of it, I was like, oh, it's it's just a little bit too long to get to the finale. Um, mm. But like overall, I still really enjoyed it a lot. And I think that the first third of the movie is like so strong. Like it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. And um, I definitely wish it had kept that energy. And I know we've said that a lot with a lot of stuff recently, even last week. But it's in a different way because I think last week it was kind of that movie was interesting at the start and then just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, Whereas exactly. That's not what this movie did. This movie just had an incredible opening and then it was like, Oh, it's still very good. And I still overall mm. enjoyed it. Like there's so many different things to look at. Like I thought the soundtrack for this was awesome. Like really, yeah. really different. And yeah, I, I overall, I still really enjoyed this. Like, what did, what did you make of it? 
Yeah, I think I'm pretty much on the same lines as you, really. The, um, the opening, probably like 40 minutes of this yeah. movie is like absolutely banging. Like it really I does. I loved when he was in the bathroom, like all that stuff. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like it really goes to the races straight away. You know, opening scene, like you say, you know, him there with the hammer at the door, getting invited inside. It's all fantastic. You're, you're instantly captivated. You're kind of tense, but you're also laughing. It's awkward. Um, and, um, you know, I love when the, when the dad was just kind of like asking him questions and then we're just like, so do you enjoy sleeping with my daughter? I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow he went there um, you're waiting like, for it to take that turn and you didn't know yeah. that that would be the reason why it took yeah. that turn. <laughs> and and like yeah it's all it's all fantastic and kind of yeah the the fight between them is just incredible it's shot in such an insane way you get that these crazy slow-mo scenes and you you get like an instant replay when you get a big hit and that sort yeah. of thing it's like it's real fun yeah and just and just shot great they wreck the house they wreck each other and kind of um yeah i was along the same part part as you really when when it was kind of the whole bathroom stuff i really enjoyed all of that and yeah it it did it did get a bit it's not boring it just got a bit kind of long-winded when we got a lot more of the backstory stuff and like you say this movie's one hour and 40 i guess and Mm. yeah i really like we harp on about it so much but i really feel like it's important that like you if you start off at a pace like that, you can't have this lull for 20 minutes. You look yeah. at something like hardcore Henry and it never really lets up. You know, there's, there's these kind of small moments where some, something happens, but like nothing, um, like when, when they kind of, um, you know, meet a character and they go off, yeah. um, you know, and have a, have a conversation, but then it kicks off again. Whereas this movie does have like a solid chunk where we get kind of flashbacks along with no action in the apartment yeah. and that that spell of time i did start to lose interest and then ultimately end and it kicked back up again but it never got to those levels like the opening scenes did yeah um but but yeah very different conversation of a lull in comparison to last week because kind of i think even at its lowest this movie was better than last week's movie at its highest you oh, know definitely. it's kind of you know, it's just the literally those four, first 40 minutes. I was like, this is just fantastic. This yeah. is one of these movies that I'm going to be like championing. And I can't believe that I nearly let it slip under the radar for me. Yeah. Because, um, you know, going into this until like we knew we were going to do it this week, it was never one that I was actively seeking. Mm. You know, the last two movies have been um, releases that um, I haven't like looked at getting the, the Arrow release of or anything like that. And yeah, when I was kind of 40, 45 minutes into this, I was like, wow, I've been sleeping on this movie. Yeah. Uh, because it's a, it's a real good one. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, ultimately well worth a watch. And I think as well, it's a it's a real good fun, like, switch off movie, like this weird movie to watch in the situation we're in right now. Mm. You know, there's so many kind of deep things you can watch and all, you know, and you don't necessarily want to watch that right now. You know, I can see why um, A Quiet Place 2, you know, would be delayed anyway. Whereas, you know, something like this is just like a real fun watch. You can switch off, have a laugh, see some gore and just kind of enjoy its craziness and mm. and, and forget about the craziness we're in right now for an hour and a half. Yeah, for sure. And like, so, we, I think we, we see a lot of indie movies for the show. And <clears throat> I think this is one that definitely left an impact on me, especially yeah. in terms of the director, because I think this was his like uh, feature length debut. And okay. 
that's super impressive for all the reasons why I've said really, where we see it, especially talking about the indie stuff, so many indie stuff, unsurprisingly, mm. is a single location. And um, this is mostly, it's three characters, but it's mostly two in terms mm. of the dialogue and in terms of the action and fighting. And so to keep that as interesting as he was able to do through just camera techniques um, and, and kind of like editing and sound and all of that stuff, I think is super impressive. And um yeah, like it kept that tone. Like I loved how it had these like irrelevant wacky bits to it. And mm. it really, it, you could tell it was like wallowing in its own absurd absurdity at times, which I really appreciated. There's like, especially in the violence as well, which we haven't talked about that. Like this movie's not afraid to give you some really gross, horrible stuff, but then it's done in a way that's very much like, I don't know whether to feel sick or to just laugh at it um, mm. because it's not remotely serious. This movie is not serious in the slightest. Um, no, there's, there's like this whole scene with like a bathtub and like yeah. a drain in a bathtub that, <laughs> yeah. that was just gross. Like, oh, yeah, I was actually like, yeah, that. like if you've seen the film, you'll know the scene. And it was so, it was unnecessarily gross. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate the hell that they went there with it. Mm. Like they, they kind of, they, they it was it it like escalated where we we got introduced to the scenario and i was like oh no that's gross and then it happened i was like whoa that's disgusting and then it, they made it more gross with like the level of detail they went into and it oh it was just it was horrible this is one of those movies that does remind me a bit like don't breathe in a sense where you get he manages to get so much out of so little and that mm. is that is indie filmmaking like when you only have a certain amount of actors in a certain amount of time in a very small mm. location you really have to like pick your own brain and come up with all these crazy yeah. different ideas and that is a prime example of that's a very yeah. small scene which he somehow he kept picking layers away at it and pe- and kept making it more than what it ever could have been um, which I really appreciate like you say that coupled with the fact that, that scene had real tension in it as well yeah. you know yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't just this so funny well. gross thing like yeah I was <clears> tense <throat> I was tr- I was rooting for the character as this was kind of happening yeah definitely like some of the flashbacks did add as well like i really there was one where we see um matt as like a younger kid and it's mm. kind of like explaining what this movie does a lot is they kind of show you something which is then going to be important as to why it's happening right now in the present mm. and i really liked all of those moments um especially to do with the title which is obviously why don't you just die and i think that's a cool fun little nod to our lead character in terms of like so yeah. much mental shit happens to him and kind of it's one of the things you just have to go with of like listen and he's not a normal person he's not like superhuman like a jason Voorhees, but he's more just like no. through his own dumb luck and these weird little instances he's able yeah. to just survive a huge amount of pain and agony yeah and it kind of reminded really me cool. a little bit of kind of like that humor of like mega time squad we just yeah. like go with the banter of it almost yeah, yeah. And like, I love that. And that is, I think, when we discuss about the lull, I think after that sort of initial 40 to 45 minutes, mm. when so much was happening to him, that's when the movie felt a little bit safer because I wanted more yeah, stupid shit, like crazy definitely. shit to keep happening to him because he'd already shown such a ridiculous ability to survive such things. <laughs> I wanted to see how much the movie could continue to throw at him and like want me to root for him as a lead character. Um, because, yeah, I loved all that stuff. Like so much happens to him. And I'm like, my God, the fact that he's still going for this one mm. reason that you just don't really even get you're like oh, okay well, like we think that he has this girlfriend that he's going there to kind of like <laughs> avenge for her but you don't actually know for a very kind of hope that that's not even his girlfriend he yeah. just kind of like met her and she was like look you do this for me we yeah. might hook up like yeah, I, exactly. I really i really hope that's like his level of motive 
Yeah, for um, sure. Like, there's so many instances like that where you're like, oh, there's so much that they really went to. Which because he really just rocked up with a hammer. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? He he really had no plan. Oh, I was oh. just like, like the, there's some really good jokes as well. When like, obviously he drops the hammer, which I I absolutely loved. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you have a hammer. Well, whose is that? And he's like, ask my friends. And he's like, your friend is probably your age. Why can't he get his own hammer? <laughs> like all yeah. these, like, he's like, oh, really... he's, a, he's, a, he's a computer guy. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he's like oh, okay. He's like, you're young, aren't you all fucking computer guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just loved that yeah. humor. In the and like, obviously, like, the, the dad is, is, we find out, like, through that scene that he is a cop. Yeah. And like, when Matt finds that out and he absolutely, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, this is worse than I thought. I just thought it was going to be some frail old guy that I'd hit with a hammer and then I'd get laid. <laughs> like, yeah. and when, it, when the dad answers and he's a bit of a monster and then yeah. find out that he's a cop as well, it's, it's all good stuff. Like, yeah, the, the opening 45 minutes of this movie is something that, like, I really, I'm, I'm, I almost want to, like, visit it again. Mm. Um, like, talking yeah, I'm about it. Having now seen the whole movie, <clears throat> what, what it is as an overall package. Because obviously, when we mm. watch these the first time for the show, we don't know what to expect. It's very much in a style of, right, we're going to need to, like, talk about this overall mm. and analyze it for the show. I wondered now, removed from it, if it's just an overall package, if it'd be different or not. And it would just be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm kind of in on it now. I really think it does because like I don't I don't know about you but like a lot of our conversations that we have as well it's kind of you watch this movie you get this kind of you you watch the initial kind of 15 20 minutes and you're like okay this is good and then I then I get like that nervous excitement where I'm like yeah. oh could it be real good and then like you know can they can they pull it off all the way through and like when this movie dipped a bit it did kind of like leave me a bit like oh that's a shame it kind of dipped a bit but now mm. like going into a second watch and for people that don't have to watch it for a podcast it's just like yeah. you could enjoy this a hell of a lot more i think yeah um because you know it's a pretty great time throughout it's just one of those like where i'm sat there and i'm like 45 minutes in i'm like hmm, top 10 list <laughs> then, like, <laughs> do you know what i mean and then it's yeah. like oh okay but, yeah, th um, those conversations are even weirder this year because of just the, <laughs> there's such a small amount of stuff anyway out there that like I don't even know what a top ten is going to look like for this year. Like no, it's going to be it's going to be weird, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, there's two movies that I really liked, and then there was a bunch of movies that I've seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's going to be an interesting one. But, 2020. Uh, yeah, I I love the performances as well. I think we already mm. touched upon it, but like I thought everyone was exceptional, but especially those lead two characters, and for them to kind of pull off pulling off comedy when it's subtitled is like mm. so difficult to do oh and, my God, and yeah. obviously then through like the visual gags as well like i just the fact that i was able to like chuckle and have such a good time at something that i was reading the entire time was i think, I think so good for them i think as well like um sometimes a lot of subtitled movies um is making it for the native language that they're being filmed in yeah and so then when you actually get to um kind of the point that you um want to like kind of export it and subtitle it yeah you then um the action scenes don't blend well with the subtitles because they, yeah. they're, they're they're so fast and you're reading like quite often i'll be watching something then i'm reading the text i look up and shit's gone down do you know what i mean like it's yeah. trying to blend the two whereas it felt like the action in a non-off-putting way, waited for you to kind of keep up with the reading, and it blended really well. It felt like there was care that went into that, if you know what well, I mean. Yeah, well, I think there's a, they're very limited with the amount of words they use. Like, I think that was one thing that really stood out to me, especially in that first act of, like, you have that initial scene when they're face-to-face -face talking, mm. but they're talking very slowly because of how tense it is. So it's not like you're just following sentences upon sentences of subtitles. Like, you can still gauge the performance and the tension of it while still understanding what they're saying. 
talking. And then when the actual like action quote unquote happens, there isn't really much talking, which I really like. Cause then mm. it's like, you can, you can just enjoy it for what it is. Like it's so stylized with all that stuff, which is just really, really cool. Um, but yeah, like I think as far as recommendations go, um, I would highly recommend this one. Um, yeah. Obviously, it just came out. Kind of, uh, I think it's on Blu-ray now, um, and then it's on the it's on the Arrow Video channel uh, the fourth of May. Um, so, if you're already a subscriber mm. to that, you'll get that very soon. I don't know if it's on like digital services right now. I think it might be. Um, um, I thought it was like on Amazon and stuff, but I'm not hundred percent. Right. Yeah, but you can definitely get the Blu-ray now as well. But um, yeah, no, I'd highly recommend it. Like I say, we see a definitely. lot of different movies, especially a lot of indie movies, and it's definitely one of the better ones. Um, yes, like it didn't manage to maintain that that energy the entire time, but like overall, I still enjoyed it. And I definitely think that um, for the show, like we just end up seeing a lot of stuff which feels very samey. Um, you know, like obviously with the way it is with productions and stuff, we're going to see a lot of American horror movies. That's going to be the main kind of stuff that we see and i think it's cool that something like fright fest is with with doing minimal research you can still find some other stuff that feels very very different because there's loads of different stuff being made out there there's a whole other countries out there like we would love to see more british stuff and it's just hard to find that um yeah, so i'm definitely. really glad that like arrow are supporting stuff like this because there can't be many russian subtitled horror movies <laughs> out there but i'm glad we got to see this one yeah i can't say we've seen many for the show no um but yeah, yeah, that's... no, I think, you know, I, I, I kind of mirror what you said, really, that I think, yes, yeah. especially for people that have got like that arrow description, like yeah. so that is starting to become a real good deal right now. Yeah, like, they've got they're getting some real good stuff on there. And, and when, you know, like, like you say, when they're actually um, putting most of their own things on there, mm. you look at that in comparison to in like the UK to like Shudder. Yeah, um, for horror content. I'm like, wow, like, it's really not like as prevalent as it probably should be like it's yeah it's difficult because like i still see arrow as this physical collection but like their digital streaming platform like if they could actually get because it's not really um like an app of its own it's through Mm. like amazon prime for us and it's a little bit like i've had it for a bit and it's a bit weird and it's difficult to kind of cancel and it's difficult to buy and it's just difficult to get and then you have to watch it through Amazon. So then you have to like figure out what films are part of it. And it's all just a bit messy. And if they were to actually get their own Arrow app, like it, it really could be. And I might be talking rubbish. Like you, you were a couple of weeks ago. They might have got it by now. Yeah. But like, I don't think they have. And and yeah, like they, they really should get something like that. Because it could be a real strong online contender. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like you say, especially in the UK, where like they obviously have a huge market over here with mm. the Blu-ray stuff. And when you look at our digital services, like Netflix have some new stuff, but none of it has been amazing. And then you look mm. at their old horror stuff and it's non-existent. There's like almost mm. no classic horror movies on Netflix in the UK. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Shudder, like there's some stuff on there for sure. But then there is the whole like licensing stuff. So... Yeah, I definitely think that, and especially with, like you say, they they add all this new stuff, like at Fright Fest. So if, for mm. example, you don't go to a Fright Fest and you want to see all these new horror movies, so many of them are going to be on there. Um, and then we already know that, like, Arrow have such an amazing history of getting these classics on there. Um, you know, there's going to be so many movies, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space and all that, where it's like, where else are you going to be able to watch stuff like that? Um, yeah, and well, I think, like, a lot of their, you know, like, you think probably Hellraiser and, yeah. you know, The Thing and just anything that they've got, like, they've got a great catalogue. Um, yeah. you know, and the only reason why I 
didn't keep with it is because I just look at my shelf and I'm like, well, I already own them all physically. Yeah. Um, but you know, it gets to a point where like, yeah, if you haven't got a massive arrow collection yourself, then why not take out that platform? Because there's a ton of good stuff on there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, we we could, we've got like, yeah, <laughs> probably 10 or 15 that we've reviewed in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say what serial killers guide to life is on there. Right. So, mm. Yeah, That's another great one to watch on there. Definitely, um, definitely. But yeah, that was our discussion of why don't you just die? Uh, we will take a short break and we will be right back. So yeah, just to sort of finish us off this week, um, I did watch uh, one thing that's worth mentioning, actually. Um, rather interestingly as well, like, I don't think even this time last week I was even aware of this TV show. Because um, I don't think we ever discussed it on the show, and I hadn't seen anyone talk about it. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this either. It's called Devs. Have you heard of this show? So, I literally, I'll tell you, like, the reason why I saw it as well is because I saw a tweet from one Neil Druckmann, um, kind of uh, video game director talking about it and he said about how it's from alex garland um which of course we're massive fans of the kind of two movies that he's wrote and directed being ex machina and annihilation um so he kind mm. of came up with this new tv show and what was again immediately pulled me in was he did the whole mike flanagan haunt of hill house thing which is that he wrote and directed every single episode um which is very rare to see that sort of thing um definitely Obviously, you see, like these guest directors do for, that for like the a first TV shows, madness. Yeah, it like ever happens. Let alone kind of big people or people that we're really interested in doing it. Definitely, like I honestly, <laughs> outside of the Mike Flanagan, I can't think of another one where it's like here's an established film director who came on board and did an entire season of a show. Because mm. um, obviously, they do like guest stuff and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it's eight episodes, and he literally wrote and directed it and created it. It's a new IP. It's not based upon anything, at least to my knowledge. Um, and yeah, the other interesting part about it was that what, like what we discussed, um, what we wanted to happen with Nosferatu was the, I think this was, it's an FX production, but it aired on Hulu in the US for some reason. Um, and it sure. just finished airing weekly, um, but it, it aired on BBC Two last week and uh, the first episode. And then they immediately added the entire season on the iPlayer. Nice. Um, and so that's what I did. I binged the entire season <laughs> over the weekend. Um Sweet. And so, yeah, the, what the show is initially about, just as a brief setup, um, he it's about this tech company, um, so kind of classic Silicon Valley tech company in California, and they're doing all sorts of weird like sci-fi stuff, basically. And um, they're this huge tech conglomerate, and they have this like secret division called Devs, um, and we, they, no one knows what they do there. It's like undercover, right. um, and they like have people where if you're really sick at the company, they'll promote you, and then you'll go work for Devs, like doing this secret project, basically. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say like anything about what the project is because I think that's the fun of watching the show. Um, but yeah, it's definitely got that fun, crazy, like high-level science fiction where if you're into that sort of stuff, like an Ex Machina, like I would definitely recommend it. Um, um, it's very slow um, for what it is. Like it's eight okay. episodes that are like 40, 45 minutes long. And it's a lot of just conversations, you know, characters right. talking about stuff. That's what the show is. Um, like probably a very limited budget type show. But when they do the science fiction stuff and there is some cool special effects in there, it looks fantastic. It's mm. just not like that's not what the show is about. Right. Uh, 
but yeah i i would recommend it i would say that it's obviously it's not on the level of his other stuff because i think those are like you know 10 out of 10 movies that he just mm. completely nailed i think this is like really good i was i'll say that i was absolutely enamored with it which is why i ended up watching all my episodes because like i was so yeah, into I was the story say, yeah i had to know what happened and then when you you hit that final episode i was like okay it's a little bit kind of done before in sci-fi shall we say and it was like it was good i was like okay that was really cool but like in the moment i was just absorbed with it like i could not stop watching it um and yeah the the fact that like i'd never heard of the show anywhere which has just Mm. blew my mind like it's like i say with like it's got a few actors in it and then for alex garland to be doing this sort of thing and to go under the radar i just was shocked by it um so yeah like if you're into sci-fi kind of you know ex machina is a sleeper here yeah um and then annihilation was kind of like this big kind of netflix kind of promoted it so heavily and both were incredible yeah so yeah i'm surprised that his next project has just gone under the radar especially with like something like this you think like how is this not netflix joint yeah i know it's weird and i'm glad that Mm. like bbc did what we what we said we wanted to do with another show really where it's awesome that they kind of i think they will continue to air it i assume but like it was great that for someone like me i'd just be like well i'm not gonna wait i'm just gonna watch it all on iplayer and binge it um because i definitely think if you watched it week for week they give you such little of the story every week that like man i'd really struggled to remember what was going on so it was very much a case of like right i'm just gonna sit and and sink like six hours in this enjoy Mm. it and then move on from it um but yeah, if, you, if you're into your sci-fi stuff, it's not like a massive strong recommend like some other things I've seen, like Watchmen. But it was like, oh, no, that was really cool. And especially because I haven't seen too much TV this year that has really scratched that itch, especially since Watchmen. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't think I've watched any TV show, really, that's really kind of got its hooks into me. Um, no, no, but, definitely uh, not. You, yeah. should, you should watch uh, Walking Dead, bro. <laughs> I was like, what a trolley TV it's show. A great, it's, a great, right it's a great lockdown flick. How, how are you getting on with it? Have you finished it at this point? I haven't finished it, no. Uh, this week I've gone hard on the Resident Evil 3 Platinum, as we <laughs> right. discussed off air. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that consumed a chunk of my free time. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, kind of still watching Walking Dead. Um, still enjoying it, but just kind of chipping away at it. And um, right recently, I've just been watching like a ton of like... Um, comedy tv shows just like some light-hearted stuff i just feel like that's like the mood i've been in like when i want to watch something in my free time right now yeah um so yeah not anything overly kind of relevant for us to discuss but you know keep keeping me sane whilst i watch these crazy russian flicks for the show yeah (laughs) yeah i've just been doing the same with like the mcu i'm like 15 movies deep into it now like obviously with it all being on disney plus or most of it um so yeah that's been that's been pretty exciting (laughs) i mean i Um, did watch a movie called zombies but um it wasn't really a horror movie (laughs) right what is that i don't even know what that is (laughs) that's a disney plus exclusive thing it's like a high school musical yes no it's like high school musical but the the school all the children are zombies at the school (laughs) oh really i've not even heard of that (laughs) it's a kid's movie <laughs> all right sounds great <laughs> yeah it was banter you know yeah <laughs> it, zombies musical what more could you want i mean i was hoping it was going to be anna and the apocalypse but it was not right. quite no no oh i need to watch that again that was a good <laughs> yeah, one. I yeah i need to give that a watch <laughs> um so yeah that's pretty much it for this week um we still have a few things on the on the sort of the back burner um mm-hmm. what was there there was Amazing. a new netflix release um mm. the platform the platform yeah if we want to do back-to-back subtitled movies um yeah it is an ask but after this one and <laughs> yeah. the premise of that one i'm kind of i'm kind of down 
yeah it looks really cool um mm. and then yeah like we said the last few weeks there was actually some cinema stuff which we didn't get around to um so i guess we could just pretend we're going to the cinema and just like i don't know waste a fiver while we watch it um <laughs> yeah can we could watch like fantasy island and the turning and yeah these are the ones that we chose not to watch when There's we had movies the whereas now <laughs> if the cinemas were open we'd be like please let us see the turning oh, please <laughs> yeah we miss um, you so much um so yeah, there's still some stuff. But yeah, nothing met, like it, it's definitely getting to the point now of I don't know when the next big kind of temple releases are coming. Um, even the on should, the should we start just naming our episodes the the temple movie that we would have been seeing that week? Oh, that's just depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then do a mini review like we have seen it. Yeah, oh. and then, then we'll be like, I could watch the trailer for a quiet place too and just pretend it was. Oh, i think that's probably what we need to do for next week like <laughs> yeah. i think that should be the opening of next week's show like yeah. your impressions of the quiet place 2 trailer Imagine i think it's if I was time, just like it looks so bad i'm so glad it got delayed <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. it's time you watch it yeah i'm gonna have to yeah that would be a fun one because mm. seeing as there really isn't much else to do horror wise <laughs> yeah probably should um but yeah, yeah i think it's probably not that current to do a react standalone podcast <laughs> for it <laughs> remember this trailer that came out like six months ago let's react to it um yeah maybe timely not. yeah exactly um but yeah that was episode 193 where we discussed why don't you just die uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone Cause I never could, how could I start that?